Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Friday, March 22. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I am Japhet de Oliveira. I am here. <laughs> and uh, and so let me pray for today, uh, the Friday. And uh, in, in preparation for today, we're going to read uh, the English Standard Version as well, which I'm really excited about because I love the English Standard Version of this passage. Um, Heavenly Father, bless us. Bless us. We thank you for this week. Thank you for this this incredible passage in Isaiah. Uh, we thank you for the insight that it has, the challenges that it has as well. Uh, Lord, the, the call that it has for our lives, the implications to, to be a follower and to understand all that you have done, all that you are doing. Um, Lord, uh, give us wisdom, give us your grace and uh, an understanding. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, I am reading for the end of the week the same version that I started the week with on Sunday, English Standard Version, the ESV, Isaiah 53. Who has believed what he has heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and he was afflicted, and yet he opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he opened not his mouth." By oppression and judgment he was taken away, and as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgression of my people? And they made his grave with the wicked, and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When his soul makes an offering for guilt, he shall see his offspring, he shall prolong his days." The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many and makes intercession for the transgressors. All right. Here's our question for today. Uh, what expectations do you have for a, mess- for a Messiah, and where do these come from? Mm, why don't you go first on this? 
Because I usually I go first. Forever on well, this. Go ahead. Start, right. <laughs> start speaking forever on this. Well, uh, first of all, I think that I, I was. Think, I'm like I already wrote about it. So. <laughs> well, first of all, I think that there there was huge expectations of what they wanted for Messiah uh, back then, um, and I think that uh, I think that that it, it spoke to volumes why they rejected Jesus because he did not fit what they expected him to be. Yeah, but the question here is, what expectations do you have for Messiah? Yes, my Messiah actually has arrived and so i don't have any expectations oh so there because mm. you already know what he was like yeah hindsight oh interesting mm. so you expect him to be exactly the way that he was well he is fulfilled okay if you imagined that he hadn't come yet and that you were waiting for a messiah what would your expectations be so if i was kind living of at the time the if i was living you, at the time yeah. when jesus arrived being uh, who you are the kind of person that you are what, what would you have been looking for I would have been looking for the same type of person that everybody else would have been looking for, which is somebody who would have oppressed and pushed away the Roman Empire. Do you Empire. think they actually knew what they were looking for yes, specifically, totally. or is it more that that he just didn't? You know how you sometimes don't know what you're expecting. Like, okay, I know people no, who are looking for they, someone to date. Okay, they yeah. might say that they don't have expectations, they do. but they do, right? They just don't articulate those. You just kind of go, no, that's not it. No, not that one. No. So was it like that? Like well, Jesus just didn't trigger that, ooh, this is the Messiah impulse. But did they have a whole checklist of this is what he's going to look like and act like, and this is the kind of family that he'll come from, and this is the city that he will be born in? Was it like that? Well, I think I think that I think that, that that's the intentionality behind it all. I mean, this is why Jesus comes along. He fulfills all the prophecy elements of it, but he does exactly what they thought he shouldn't do. So when he arrives, he arrives as a, as they're thinking, well, he's of the line of David, he's got to be a great king. And so they're shocked when they find out that he arrives as a baby and he arrives without, you know, why is there not some great, great announcement and, and why is it that Well, there was, everybody... there were all the angels and the mm -hmm. wise men yeah, and, and stuff. Many, and did the whole city, Jerusalem, did they all come and did they stop business? Did the priests all no, turn up? and so. It was still, it was kind of a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal, but not for the entire world. And so, in that sense, and so it, the the planet didn't grab it in that sense. And so, you could have had. I mean, he could have like done so much more and stopped everything. What reason did they have to think that there would be a big hoopla when the Messiah because came? Because they had the Shekinah well, glory. For instance, did they think that the Messiah was going to be born like See, a baby? Every, or did they think he was just going to kind of appear? I think, like I a, think if you if you place yourself in the, in that period and you you have the horn every morning and you know it, it, the dazzling of the sun on the front of that temple and what you're waiting for is a Shekinah glory to arrive back inside that temple, you're waiting for acceptance from like God. Like a lightning bolt. Yeah, and you hear it every day, and you're praying for God to turn up back and accept. I think that that not appearing. They feel rejected. I think that's why it's just incredibly painful to be in that place and to be oppressed, to to worship God and to just feel like, man, what do we do to deserve this? So we've got to earn our way back into space. I mean, that's what Paul was trying to do. Saul was trying to do all the time. Like, let's earn our way back into this and and let's do it in such a zealous way that we we actually hurt people. I mean, everybody's got to be in line. And so there's this... There's this tendency of trying to force a Messiah image uh, that caused more damage than anything else. Well, and I'm just wondering if it doesn't still affect us now. You know, you're saying that because the Messiah has already come and you accept him, you don't have any expectations. But I think that people still, maybe that's part of the reason that a lot of people have difficulty 
accepting Jesus is that there still is some unspoken expectation that they have of what a Savior should be like. Mm -hmm. Even think about, um, Mm -hmm. for instance, right now we have, I can't think how many people who are running for the presidency of the United States, right? And so you kind of look at different people and I think we all have expectations of what a leader would look like or be like Mm -hmm. or speak like or act like. And people either meet or do not meet your expectations, mm-hmm. right? This is always happening. Um, and then that affects how you relate to them. Can you accept them? Can you look past what your expectations are and see what's there and whether yeah. that's worthwhile or not? I think this is true in friendships. It's true in all kinds of things that, you know, there's expectations and then there's so, there's what so there where, is. So where did they all come from? Well, um, if we if we look at the biblical model of where did all these images come from, if they had looked at David, the line of David, the promised seed of David, they would have actually looked for a different type of Messiah. But they yeah, looked, but they looked to Solomon, okay, because Solomon was their heyday when they had all the glory and power, when they had the ships and they actually conquered the sea, which they thought was where evil was in the abyss of the sea, and so they're like, that's the power we want, and so there was this kind of like. A different image and God's saying no you know when you chose your first king remember King Saul he was head and shoulders above everybody else you just wanted that kind of image what I wanted was David I wanted somebody the heart and I was looking for this the so that's why Jesus when he appeared he was not this dashingly handsome rich fellow who just had everything happening for him rolling in in you know flash stuff so that everything was like this is easy people should just follow this this should be great right because mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't like you just follow me because it's comfortable. He was saying, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and I need to point you to a, a different path. And When you can see where it would have been a problem for them to have accepted him if what their expectation was was oh, that it's yeah. going to be someone who would overthrow the Absolutely. Romans. And here he is. He's not amassing an army or Absolutely. taking any steps toward doing anything. And yet people of all walks of life, all levels of society uh, followed him. Yeah, so secretly and privately and gave He must and have met their expectations or they were over, able to override their expectations. Because I think they had an encounter where they understood and started to understand who God is. And I think that's what Jesus was doing is revealing his father, revealing himself in the spirit. So it was amazing and it is amazing. Um, look, our time's up. I'm going to repeat the question uh, and can't wait for tomorrow. So what expectations do you have for a Messiah and where do these come from? Uh, think about that uh, and talk about that with your friends and uh, we'll connect tomorrow. Until then, live love. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. Hey, if you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.